Have you looked in the mirror lately? I mean, have you really just stood in front of the mirror and took a real good, long, hard look at yourself? Maybe you should. Do you like what you see? Do you like what you see inside of yourself? Are you performing at the highest level you should be performing at? You know, the wonderful thing is that if you don't like what you see on the outside, as well as the inside, you have the ability to change what you see on the outside as well as, and probably more importantly, on the inside. Are you not performing certain things at your peak ability? Maybe it's time to fire yourself. Maybe you should look in the mirror right now and say, you're fired. Come on back and let's talk about it. Hi, this is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast, brought to you as always by the very, very fine folks of Appraiser eLearning. So welcome back. Welcome back. Before I get into this, I would say, you know, I, I say quite frequently, there's no no two pieces of dirt on the planet exactly alike, right? There's no two pieces of real estate that are the same. That's what makes real estate in part so uniquely different than other goods and services that we buy, sell, and trade every day. Yeah, there it's in mobile, fixity of location. That's part of it too. But part of it is there each property is unique. Just like we as human beings, each one of us are very unique. And I'll get into that in just a second, that you know, looking in the mirror, making change type thing. But uh, before I do that, I like to be original and uh, encourage you to be original. You know, there's some... There's some um, folks out there that have uh, borrowed or, or copied or, I, you know, they say it's flattery that way. And that's fine. That's fine. I just want to let my, my listeners know uh, I wrote several books and have several courses that start out an appraiser's guide to. Well, I guess another educational provider liked that title, so they used it on theirs. And now, believe it or not, another educational provider has decided to do the same thing. So I just want to make it very clear to my listeners, uh, my name would be on it. Okay, so I've done um, an appraiser's guide to CYA, covering your appraisals, an appraiser's guide to ANSI, an appraiser's guide to FHA, an appraiser's guide to appraisal inspections, and an appraiser's guide to the income approach. And most of those are all available uh, on Amazon. You can just go in there and Google Brian Reynolds and appraiser's guide to, you'll find the ones I did, and you can buy those. And then... Um, I've got a course out now called Diversifying Your Practice Inside and Out. I saw another one come out the other day, worded a little bit differently, but I just want to let you know, mine is called an appraiser's um, guide to the income approach, appraisal inspections, FHA, ANTES, CYA, and they would have my name at the at the top. So if you see that course starting with that and appraiser's guide to it, it doesn't have my name, that's not mine. And it's fine. It's fine. It's, heck, those might be better than mine. I don't know. Uh, as far as diversifying your practice, that's the name of mine, diversifying your practice 
inside and out. And the reason I, I include that inside and out is part of the class talks about uh, how to diversify your practice within your appraisal practice. And then part of it talks about how to diversify your appraisal practice outside of an appraisal practice. So that's why I left the word appraisal off there, diversifying your practice, maybe with your appraiser hat on or diversifying your practice with maybe your appraiser hat off and you have some other hat on. I taught that in South Carolina last month. Uh, it was a great course. I'm uh, eager to get that out to more and more folks. It's pending in Kentucky right now and will be soon pending throughout the lands. So if you're interested, uh, look for that. It's going to be coming up real, real soon. But I like to be original. Um, I, I, I just, you know, we're all uniquely different. There's no two of us exactly alike. We all have strengths and we all have weaknesses for that matter. And that's what I mean when I say fire yourself. You know, I, I, um, I'm doing more and more and more coaching. So I'm coaching uh, various folks. They'll call me and we'll set up a, a, a mentoring or consulting or coaching session, whatever you want to call it. I've done that for years. Uh, more so when people get in trouble, uh, trying to help them get out of trouble. But now I'm, I'm expanding and, and doing it uh, for, for whatever you want. I've got a firm that has a whole army of appraisers. And we're talking about changing up his model a little bit. Maybe not uh, bringing on more and more appraisers, but bringing on more and more helpers. In fact, one of the things I suggested that he does is have a little wine and cheese party. You know, he said they're working lots of overtime. They're working late at night. And I said, well, surprise your staff and say, hey, this Friday, we're going to stop at four instead of six. And we're going to have a little wine and cheese party just to kind of thank you guys for all the hard work you've been doing. And then I encouraged him to buy the little book, Who Moved My Cheese? And during that wine and cheese party that he gives every one of his employees one of those books by Spencer Johnson, MD, Who Moved My Cheese? If you haven't read that, do yourself a favor, grab a copy and, and take a read. It's a, it's, a great, uh, it's a great little book about how we as human beings resist change. If you look in that mirror, you... <laughs> You look at that mirror I was talking about, um, you'll probably be able to tell that most things change because you probably look a little different than you did a few years ago, right? So most things change. We can be prepared. We can uh, be ready or we can resist change. Look at the old one-hour photo labs. How many of those are still open today? Well, I know one that adapted to change. He started working on digital cameras, selling them, um, working on them, converting old uh, DVDs and, and VHS tapes and things like that to a digital format. He, uh, he can take an old picture that's wrinkled and torn and make it look brand new. So uh, he, my mother took over. We, she, she got remarried. My father died many years ago and on husband number two, she's on number three now, but on husband number two, um, when she married him, she had a picture of all her grandkids and my brother's son got married and they, they, that they lasted about a minute. And, uh, so this, this photograph of my mother surrounded by her grandchildren, uh, that young lady was in the picture. Well, in short order, she was no longer part of the family. <laughs> And my mother took this photograph over to Eddie, who used to run the one-hour lab that now does all kinds of stuff. He's got a thriving business. She took that picture over to him. She said, Eddie, you see this 
you see that boy there, that's my grandson. Well, that girl standing next to him, that's, that was his wife, but they were only married for, you know, a minute or two. And so she's no longer part of the family. And I, I'm just wondering, can you, in this photograph here, can, can you make her disappear? And can, and can you move my other grandson over a little bit? And he did it. I don't know how he did it, but he did that. I'm like, mom, you can't just make people disappear. But I guess in a photograph, you sure can these days. Uh, but Eddie's doing very well. He, uh, he embraced the change. He adapted to the change. He got ready and he's doing quite well. Uh, the other photo lab, one our photo, photo lab in my computer, it doesn't exist anymore. You know, it went out of business. But um, I started this out by saying, look in the mirror. Are you happy with what you see? And one of the things that I want you to really think about is, are you performing at the highest level that you could be performing at? You know, I told you I'm, I'm working through some of these coaching calls and, um, uh, I had a guy in, I was in Texas and thank you all, all you Texans. They bought, I took uh, three of my books down there an appraiser's guide too. I took the appraisal inspections course, the appraiser's guide to FHA. And then we had some appraiser's guide to the income approach and we sold out. So thank you, Texas. Uh, they bought all the books and Myrtle beach. They bought all my books. I took down there too. So I'm very, very gracious and very blessed. And thank you very much for, for doing that. But, um, this gentleman came up to me and he said, Brian, he said, I'm thinking about bringing on a trainee. And now guys, I'm promoting, I'm a big time supporter of trainees and I'm a big time supporter of you bringing on a trainee and, you know, I'm creating the trainee uh, committee for the NAA. I'm going to create the trainee network in the NAA. I want to do all that we can do to support trainees and supervisors. And if you want to expand your business, it's something you should think about. But this gentleman approached me. He said, I'm thinking about bringing on a trainee. And I said, well, talk to me a little bit. And uh, we had a conversation. He's in his his 70s. He had had uh, uh, some health issues, but he was back and he was ready to roll. And I said, listen, sir, I'm not trying to be rude, but you don't need a trainee yet. I said, you need a helper. I said, you're telling me that you're, you're making the phone calls to schedule the appointment when you go look at a print. Yeah. And when, and when you get a request from a lender to bid on something, you're the one that's preparing that bid and sending it back. And you're the one that's accepting the orders or rejecting the orders or accepting with condition. And you're the one that starts the file out and sets it up in your appraisal software. He said, yeah, I do all those things. And I said, well, that's kind of a waste of your precious time because you see anybody can do that. Even a non-trainee could do that. So my recommendation is you get a helper, you get a personal assistant, you get a scheduler, something along the lines that can help take all of that busy work off of you. They can answer your emails. They can answer your phone. They can, And it's not that we're too good to do that. I answer my phone. I'm not saying we're too good. I'm no better than anybody. Nobody's better than me. 
it just is not the highest and best use of your time. You know, I wrote an article many years ago. I told him about it. It uh, is entitled a dentist, a surgeon, and a head chef. And the whole premise is identifying what only you can do and do that over and over and over. Identify other tasks that other folks can do and build that team so that you can take that busy work off of you and have a helper do that work. His eyes lit up. And he said, I'm going to be calling you, Mr. Reynolds. I want to, I want to further this conversation. And so I told him, you know, I'll do an initial consult at, at no fee. And then if he, he wants to keep me around, then it kind of works like an attorney. You just pay me a fee. You got me on retainer. And uh, now don't call me to bail you out of jail. I'm not going to do, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But, uh, but I'm excited to work with him. I'm excited to see where, where this journey goes for him. He's, He's kind of starting all over, and uh, and I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see where that goes. So look at yourself in the mirror, and maybe you should fire yourself from the work that someone else should be doing. Um, maybe you should fire yourself from the part of the job that you don't like doing and get someone else that has that area of expertise, right? I have an accounting firm. I, I don't. I could try and figure all that stuff out. I don't want to. So I do. I pay the money, but I hire a professional firm that takes good care of me in that regard. I don't want to schedule the appointments and make all the phone calls. I've done that. I've been there, done that. And it's not that I'm too good to do it. It's just I would rather use my skill set and expertise in doing other things and have someone else do that function. And it really just comes together quite beautifully. So um, look in the mirror, take an assessment. You know, you take your car in for a tune-up occasionally. Um, So maybe you look in the mirror, you take an assessment, and you don't be afraid to take some changes. You don't be afraid to implement some new ideas or strategies. I mean, for crying out loud, you can always go back to what you've always been doing if you want to. But there's a little part of me that would bet you're not going to want to. If you haven't read the book, Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson, MD, I highly encourage you to get a copy of that. I normally have about three or four copies on my bookshelf. I give those out uh, on a regular basis. So I'd encourage you to grab that little publication, take a read. It's a great read. And think about making some positive changes in your life that will create a better life for you, quite frankly. Take some of the burden, take some of the headache off of your shoulders and get a teammate to help you and good things are going to happen. Hey, I I hope you guys join us in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. We're a week away. So it starts uh, Tuesday of next week. And it runs all week long. So uh, that would be April the 13th. The conference actually is the 15th and 16th, but uh, the board of directors meeting is uh, Tuesday the 13th. I got a deep sea fishing event before that in the morning. Uh, if you're not into that and you need some CE, Tammy Anderson's going to be teaching a USPAP course. On Friday, we have our uh, board of governors meeting. We have our general membership meeting. 
We're going to be installing some new board of director members. We've got a welcome reception. And uh, then Thursday, the conference itself kicks off Thursday and Friday. Uh, we're going to have a celebration on Thursday evening, the 15th. And then on the 17th, we've got a golf scramble. So we would love to have you. I'm sure you're tired of just being set, you know, reserved in your own home or masking up and, and staying away from people. Um, we're going to be safe. We're going to be as safe as we can. But it's time, guys. It's time to come back together. You got to live your life. And uh, I would uh, encourage you to come join us. It's going to be a good time and uh, a learning opportunity, an opportunity to network, mingle, and uh, hopefully good things can occur. So hope to see you at Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. This is Brian Reynolds. You've been listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast, brought to you as always by Appraiser eLearning. Until next time, please be super safe out there. Have some fun. It's warming out. It's time to time to go wet a line. I'm ready to do a little fishing. I don't know about you. But until next time, happy appraisal. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser eLearning.